0: i probably drink caffeine like i don't even know probably like four or five times a day between coffee and energy drinks it's just one of those things where i'm so hyper all the time that when i drink caffeine like it does nothing for me so i don't even realize it that i've drank you know one or two celsius in the morning i know it's bad for you i know it is but you know i feel like it just makes me happy Welcome back to the second episode of Caffeine Happy Podcast. For those who are new here, my name is Casey. I am a 24-year-old working-from-home gal in technology in North Carolina, and I will let my lovely co-host introduce herself.
1: I'm your other co-host, Kylie. I am 23, and I work in HR.
0: I love it. All right, Kylie. So let's go ahead and just start our day off with our caffeine drink of choice. Tell me a little bit about what you have today to pop open for us.
1: So, you know, I did not bring a caffeinated beverage today, but I did bring an Olipop. I haven't actually had any Olipops yet. So this is literally a live on camera. This is Tropical Punch. It's a very pretty can. I don't know if I don't think I've
0: tried. I don't think I've ever tried Olipop. I don't I don't think so.
1: I saw Mm. that it's like poppy, and you know I'm a poppy stan. So I'm
0: intrigued. We do love we do love poppy. Okay, so Kylie's got her tropical punch. Today we're rolling with a crisp, crisp Diet Coke. And if you know me, you know I love some Diet Coke. Oh, wasn't that fantastic? My like third or fourth day I Coke today. That's okay, you know. Sometimes That's kind of low for you. I know. I've been trying really hard not to put it in my Stanley, but my brother's. Uh, so my my middle brother Christopher is getting married, and his fiance, of course, I'm a bridesmaid. Why not? Um, sent Ooh. me a whole box of goodies today, and one of them had a white, like the cream beige Stanley. <gasps> but, uh, yes. Stop. Yeah. So shout out to yeah. Chelsea because I you know i love pink is my favorite color but when i tell you she probably listened to the first episode because i was talking about how i liked my white during the my other the fake white stanley so she was like this girl needs a real stanley that's probably what happened <laughs> um, but it's so dangerous but luckily this one's a 30 ounce so i don't feel as bad filling it up with diet coke but my pink one is a 40 ounce and i feel terrible so i've been trying not to do that um i'm sticking with the cans but you know that's just- girl guilt <laughs> Girl guilt, stop it right now.
1: Girl I, guilt.
0: <laughs> I love it. But on the on the fact of guilt, let's go off that one. Cause I mean I feel like this oh, is Lord. something that everybody is gonna run into at some point in life. And I know for us it happened a lot sooner than expected when we lived together which was where we left off our last episode talking about in college we were roommates and we literally did everything together from taco bell runs to you name it we were always together and it was the transition between college life to now becoming boss babes being adult women and trying to figure out what the heck that world looks like so that guilt kind of came on soon because it's now like you've made these really good friends how do you Keep in touch with them how do you work with their schedule? So I want to dive into today's episode of like how have we been able to really keep our friendship alive even though we're those friends that we don't have to talk every day. We could no. you know go two weeks without talking and we'd pick right back up where we left off, which is so lucky because that's just one of those things that mm-hmm. sometimes friendships after calls fizzle out and some just never go away. They're just there for life. and so absolutely. So I want to ask you, you know, what has it been like since moving out and then to kind of where we are now? It's been two years out of college, which is so weird. Um, But what is that looking like for you, Kylie? It's very different for everyone. So I want to hear your thoughts.
1: Yeah, I mean, looking back at it, it was one of those things where you and I were always talking about, you know, what our next plans were. And I don't think that you and I, we I mean we hypothesized a lot and we ended up not doing what we originally thought we were gonna do. You oh, thought yeah. you're gonna end up in Georgia. I thought I was gonna end up in Louisiana. And yeah. Yeah, we did not.
0: We definitely um, did not do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I don't think I had as much of a culture shock as you did per se, because I went right into grad school. So yeah. I kind of was still living half of a college life I was just doing working in school on like max level yeah
0: yeah and I think that was definitely the interesting part because now it was I'm graduated I we're both graduated we have you know in your brain you would think straight going into workforce where you went into grad school because you're like girl I'm about to get me a full education um and that was the thing is I now had to remember, okay, Kylie's in class, or Kylie's working her internship, or Kylie's somewhere that I'm like, oh, I can't just call her or FaceTime her, or, you know, be like, hey, Kylie, what you doing right now? Like, it was hard to <laughs> yeah. not, and I mean, like, I still run in that today, like, with my cousin Grace, we've been talking about this. I cannot wait for her to graduate. I know it's selfish, but I'm like, yeah. we talk time, but there's, like, middle parts of the day where I'm like, oh, I just need to bounce ideas off someone. Even same with you, like, you're at work. It's yeah. hard, and with You know, multiple different time zones in between us, it's even harder. But like you said, it was one of those things I went straight from college to a working from home job. I moved to North Carolina. I had different living arrangements in between. My brother and I lived together. I, um, we ended up moving out of there. And then I moved back in with my parents before I decided, okay, this is definitely not the route I, I do not want to be with living with my parents. That was not fun. And I love Tim and Jen, but sometimes you just got to grow up and move away and do things. And I was still dating Eric, and which I still am dating Eric. Um, yeah. And at the time, and so it was more of like, okay, well, all my friends have moved away. What do I do? Like, where do I go? And my boss was like, you can live anywhere. Pick a spot on the map wherever is going to make you happy like I will put you there and I was like well thank you because I'm going to Raleigh North Carolina because <laughs> that was just <laughs> the best thing for me at the moment because I mean that's where Eric was and I just knew that you know our relationship was heading in such a great way and that's where I needed to be and so then it was like such a weird thing because it was still COVID and like people were not working anywhere it was hard to like really find friends I still I'll be honest like the only friend I really have in Raleigh is his family and him and my roommate. That's the only people I really know. I tried to start at a gym, but like, it's different. When you see the people at the gym, you're all going to get beat up for the morning and going home. Like you don't hang out with those people. Like it's just not that. And working from home, nobody on my team lives in my area. So it's hard, but it's one of those things where it's like, I had to realize like, okay, I now have to learn how to be independent and then just keep reaching out to the friends that I do have across the country and making sure those friendships stay nurtured. Because if I'm not at least trying or putting an effort for those, like they're not going to blossom. And I definitely think that that's what really helped on both of our sides. We'd always reach out, hey, what's going on? Like Snapchats, put stuff in group chats, like just yeah. be connected, which really helped the transition after college. So I want to know like from your mm-hmm. going into school and then seeing all of us going into careers, what
1: was that like for you? I've never really asked you about that. Um. I don't think there was when I was going through grad school, there wasn't much of a mind shift for me, per se, versus from when I just felt like it was the natural next step, whether it was I went to grad school, you went to grad school and I got a job or whatever. I just felt like it was the natural progression of things. I went into grad school because at the time what I was doing, I needed a master's degree. Um, so I got that master's degree and it just it didn't feel like anything out of the ordinary because I also was working full time. I mean, I was working for my tuition. I was a grad assistant for a while, but um I don't think it ever really stood out to me of like, oh man, I wish I went and got a real job or something <laughs> like that. Like it, it, it just lie. felt <laughs> yeah, it just felt like it felt like that there were two paths out of our undergrad and both paths were valid both paths were good and it didn't really matter which path anyone took per se
0: I feel like that's a great way to put it too because it's always depending on what your degree is depending on what career field you want to go into whether it be medical you know whether it be I mean anything that we're working on especially like the engineering degree that I got I'm like, I don't ever want to have to go to master's. But I feel like if that was something I knew I needed, like, hey, like, I'm not going to get, you know, the best out of my career if I don't do this now, we would have been on the same track. I'd be like, Kylie, I'm over here drowning in homework. What you doing? You're probably drowning in homework.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so funny to go from undergrad to grad school. It is such a 360 shift. Yeah. It's It's, it's hard. And you're... And the funny thing is you're taking less work. Your your full-time grad student has nine hours. Wow. It's, yeah, but it's it's so much more work. And then on top of that, you're working pretty much almost full-time, if not full-time, if not over full-time. I know I was working over full-time when I was getting my master's. So, Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a lot. So it's certainly... I don't think I really had time to think about anything else per se other than like okay what's going on in my immediate bubble
0: yeah exactly and I feel like that's the thing is I remember when we got together this would have been last year now um Mm -hmm. when we had done the birthday celebration stuff I was like oh my gosh this is so crazy now like it was almost weird to see you in person because I'm like I've been talking to you and texting with you and then I'm like oh my god you're actually here like it's so weird it's like having a pen pal yeah. online for years and then you see each other in person for like a we could you know have marks and talk about you know good times that we had and then we of course we're watching the um yeah. the summer I turned pretty and that's still oh. something we're like all obsessed with I remember you sent me a candle I don't know if it was for Christmas or what it was yeah. but it was it the this smells like Conrad Fisher, I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, I still have the candle. I ha- I like refuse to burn it. It smells so good, but I refuse to burn it because I don't want it to go away and I have to throw it out. <laughs> I'll buy <laughs> the- you a new
1: one for Christmas. <laughs> I know. We- we I have still to have where teams.
0: I bought it from. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. And that's the thing is like, it's so weird, but it's the being able to just nurture those friendships even at a distance. Like it's, it's so nice that we're still able to pick up right where we left off. And that's something in the friendship. I feel like you had to really instill in the beginning of like okay you're just going to be a lifelong friend and you just kind of realize it and then you just go from there and so I feel like with us like we've always I think like we've always just kind of gravitated toward each other no matter good bad ugly because we've had our moments yeah. <laughs> we've had our moments well, COVID, yeah, COVID but... really did a number
1: <laughs> well here's the thing too I mean we were two roommates that didn't let stuff fester we just hashed it out if we had yeah. an issue nobody nobody sat and lingered on it or i didn't hold resentment towards you you didn't hold it towards me we just hashed it out once it was hashed out it's gone
0: yeah it's just confronting the problems that you come to at the front it's like any healthy relationship it's like don't get a bad upset just already go ahead and hang it out and i feel like that's definitely a good i feel like a good like round out of this conversation just talking about Learning how to have those healthy friendships, even going out of college, is such an important step, I feel like, in really truly deciding, like, am I going to be a lifelong friend with this person or were we just friends for this era of my life? And so I think learning the difference between that healthy relationship as a friend is something that I think college really helped us with just by – going ahead and facing all of our fears or confronting our problems and then just being able to enjoy the moments we had because we weren't sure if we were going to be able to see each other again like I haven't seen you in a year but we see each other online which is nice and we keep up and text and that's the best part I think about it but I feel like that's definitely the mantra I guess of this episode is like learning how to live that healthy friendship life before you go long distance which is almost like Deciding if you're going to oh, date man. to my long distance. That's literally how we are, Kylie. We're, we're dating <laughs> long distance. Who knows? Not me. <laughs> no, I love that. But I feel like that, that, that rolls us perfectly into our favorite yeah. segment, which is cheaper than therapy. And this is something that I think we both thrive off of cheaper than therapy. So we're going to go ahead and jump into that. And talking about our cheaper than therapy, I finally bit the bullet and bought stuff from T i know this is like what? a weird yes i know and i i love Shein like or whatever you want to call it sheen Shein i love it however timo is very like un like unlooked at like areas yet in the world of like buying cheap items offline but i bought the UGG. i call them like the <laughs> the camel toe mules you know what i'm talking about they're the tan yes, ones the, the ones platform on
1: tiktok yeah <laughs>
0: I had seen a girl and she was like, I went ahead and just bought them from Timu and like they were the best. And I just got them today randomly. I got a notification in my Amazon hub hey, you got a package. And I'm like, I don't remember what I ordered. I ordered it like a month ago, not even realizing. And it just came in, which is, you know, great. Love that for me. It's like an AliExpress purchase. And I have absolutely, I was walking around uh, my boyfriend's uh, townhome early and I was like, oh my gosh, look at my shoes. And he was like, those are so ugly. But I'm like, they make me feel better inside. <laughs> like, honestly, like it really was cheaper than therapy for me to have these warm little fuzzy shoes going wow. straight into the fall season. But what would your cheaper than therapy
1: thing be for this week, Kylie? let's just give a quick shout out to Eric for keeping us honest in our fashion. <laughs> um, that man is always dressed to the nines and God bless him. He keeps, he keeps us honest.
0: Yeah, uh, him and his, him and his in, six outfits. He has six outfits. Let's just oh put that out there.
1: <laughs> oh my lord, Bless him. It's okay. Again, keeps us honest, keeps us on trend. Um, my cheaper than therapy. I have a few this week that I could go for. I did hair care last time, so I won't, I won't, we're not going to double down. Okay. We'll move on. Instead, I'm going to give uh, truly less than monetary value here. <laughs> I'm going to give you something that speaks to your soul. Okay. All right. I if you're, you obviously don't have a dog. I have a dog. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to do a lot of walking around multiple times a day. And, you know, walking without music is, it's kind of sad. It's kind of, it gets a little boring. It's a little much. It It gets a little dull, you know? So here's my recommendation for all of you listening. Pop in the earbuds, pop in whatever, your favorite headphone of choice. Put on the third act movie song of your choice. Where the heroine is roaming around trying to figure out her life. Which man is she gonna choose? We don't know yet. But she's going through it, right? Put that, put those kind of songs on. Walk around. Give main character while you're doing it. Okay. I'm telling you, it is, it is, it is emotional and it is a lot of fun. <laughs> because you're just roaming around as if you've got the weight of the world on your shoulders I gotta pick between hot man one and hot man two and here I am doing a lap around the building
0: what a great problem to have though <laughs>
1: it's, I mean truly can't relate in the slightest but it's it's just fun it's so fun to be just dramatic on purpose
0: I love that. But that's one of those things you don't realize either. Is like you get the dog and you're so excited, then you're going, Oh snap, I gotta take him out. He's gotta go to the bathroom. It's
1: like having a yep. little
0: miniature child. You just got you a child. You adopted I it. <laughs> I, ha-
1: I literally do. I have a child on a small scale. It is it's which is kind of funny because it's I mean, I know that you and I have had baby fever at certain points. Yes. And then I get I first of all, you become an adult and you have to take care of yourself and you're like whoa that's a lot then I get this dog and I have to take care of him and myself and I'm like whoa that's a lot so yeah instead of having kids at this point in your life get a dog and walk around with sad songs thanks me I'm, later
0: I'm here for that though but see this sounds bad when we get in the car rides and we're going somewhere we had gone to Nashville I played Taylor's version of everything that she had oh, just re-released. Absolutely, I think it was the true. red album. Whichever was the first album she re-released, it was that one. I think it was red. And I think it was red. And Eric had never like he listened to Taylor Swift knows who it is, but it's not like it's his his thing. And we were somewhere, and somebody was like, "Yeah, girls that listen to Taylor Swift are deeply depressed in their relationships." And he was like, "We just listened to Taylor Swift on a loop for eight <laughs> hours," and I'm like. I still love you. I promise, I still love it. But seriously, sometimes sad songs just like you need to get an emotion out. Sometimes you just feel like you need to cry.
1: You Absolutely. just feel like you need to
0: cry, or you need to just like feel there, something. Yeah, there may not be anything wrong in your life. You may have just such a great life. But sometimes when it's too good, sometimes you're like, I gotta have something bad. I don't want somebody to be bad to me, so I'm just gonna do it for myself and play some Taylor Swift. Like that's Look, literally life.
1: It, the All Too Well 10 minute version hit because 10 minute version Taylor's version. There. 10 minute version Taylor's version it hits because everyone's been there it's not because I feel it right now it's because it hits I mean I have felt it and I mean I when I was going through it the 10 minute version was not existent um but you know it's you can enjoy music and also be like yeah I'm not horribly depressed and I don't know where my scarf is (laughs)
0: i <laughs> don't know where my scarf is i think when the first version of all too well came out i think that was my least favorite song on the album i didn't even like it i didn't even remember it really? and then
1: when
0: and then when she released a 10 minute version and i sat there my roommate had me watch she was like you have to watch this it's 10 minutes or it was like 15 oh, minutes
1: yeah. whatever she said you just the gotta watch it. like music video
0: Oh, my goodness. And, like, I work with a pageant production company on the side. And literally me and two men sat down to watch this. And Christian, one of our camera guys, was like, I just – this hits too deep, man. This just hits too deep. And I'm laughing so hard because I'm like – Dude, everybody has felt this at some point, whether it's a, yes. um, just a tiny little heartbreak or a big one. Like, you just feel it. Like, the the way he takes his hand off of her. Like, oh, it just gets me riled up every time. Like, how dare you? You shouldn't fight him, but you can't how, fight Literally,
1: him. how dare you? Second of all, I, my youngest sister and I made my parents sit down and watch it. And I oh kid gosh. you not, like, we went... Frame by fr- like scene by scene, basically not frame by frame, but scene by scene, where we broke this down. We're like, look, here's the scarf. She left the scarf. She, she just wants
0: scarf. her scarf. Just give me my scarf that, back. That's
1: the whole thing. All Too Well ten minute version. She just wants her scarf back. That's it. That's, that's literally what it. The song's about
0: <laughs> that is and too funny.
1: That's like the mansplained version of All Too Well. She wants her scarf
0: back. It's like, why won't you just give her her scarf back? That's the question we've been asking for ten years. We just want the scarf back.
1: (laughs) Yeah. First of all, is it at Goodwill or does he have it?
0: I don't know. I feel like at some point it's gonna turn up and end up in some sort of Taylor Swift museum when she's like old, decrepit, and gone. (laughs) And like, I'm serious. I think all of her outfits from this most recent tour, like everything, is gonna show up in a museum. Like, don't play. The Taylor yeah. Swift Museum. It's going to be in like Nashville or Knoxville or Chattanooga or wherever. Her, her my fun fact. My aunt, well, I guess my mom, my aunt and their brother all went to the high school that Taylor Swift went to school. Fun fact. Yep, because they <laughs> lived. It was in. It was in hell? Hendersonville. It was in Hendersonville. I think I can't remember. Sure. But they they went to the they went to her same school. I was like, that's fun. Crazy, I love but. That. But yeah, but on on that note, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode of just kind of talking about healthy relationships, you know, what it looks like yeah. the transitional period from college to working life and graduate school because that's always a topic that is so scary to think about, but it's something you should go ahead and start prepping your friendships for now because if you want them to last You really got to put in the work now so you can see the rewards later. But the next episode we're talking, we're going to be talking about girl math. That is something that has blown up over the past few weeks on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram. So, Kylie, let's talk about
1: some girl math and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.